Hello. Hello. We are beyond excited to welcome you to the Accidental Activist podcast. We're going to be getting into the nitty gritty nuances of the topics that interest us most. So listen along. And you can join in the conversation with us over on our Instagram at Accidental Activist Pod. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's unpack toxic positivity. So probably one of the first things to say about this topic is that it's okay to be positive and it's okay to be a positive person who uh, you know, sees the best in things and is happy and lots of the time um, and all of that. But toxic positivity is when it's almost like, oh my God, just smile through it or like um, you can get over it or you can get through this when actually a lot of things that happen in our lives we need to sit with and we need to feel sadness or despair or anger or grief or whatever it is. We need to feel those feelings because those feelings are normal. Um, exactly. I, um, I read a definition that said it's a good vibes only approach to life which is probably the most annoying thing I've ever read in my entire life (laughs) irritating (laughs) exactly it's really annoying like it's it's okay to be you know be feeling negative emotions you are allowed to like you know just obviously there comes a time where it's like okay we need to we need to move on and we need to see where we can go from here and try and improve mm-hmm. on a situation or if you can't improve on it then see what you can do to kind of make yourself happier for whatever reason but come on it just gets to a point um I think especially with people who are like uh more in like the media eye and the public eye and you know, those, you, know you and me are both on social media and we're quite prevalent on there or growing to be growing not going um or perhaps going, who knows? Um, <laughs> but it, it's like, you know, people expect that people are happy all the time. So a lot of like how toxic positivity can trickle down is that people are like, oh my God, why are you crying? If you post about you like being sad online or something or like, yeah, like stuff like that. People like, that's not for here. And that's where a lot of the like repercussions of toxic positivity, it makes more stigma around such normal emotions. Do you know what I mean? exactly like there's feels like there's no room to be sad but I feel like yeah social media really kind of it's like a weird like little micro environment where everything is like so lovely and amazing and it's like oh my god Mm. look look at this I bought new clothes I went on holiday like I'm out to brunch you know like nothing can possibly go wrong and then everyone is so incredibly shocked when you are then like no I'm not having a very good day um yeah I Mm. cried today and people were like oh my god you're crying and I'm like yeah I cry all the time I just happen to put it on social media today (laughs) like (laughs) it's it's, crying is normal it's a normal thing to do it's it's a healthy thing to do is to cry um so it's it's just strange when it when it's so um so normalized to be so positive all the time when actually that's just not reality for anyone (laughs) um like like I'm thinking right now and I know we talked about her in our last episode but Jojo Siwa because she is incredible <laughs> and you know she is so positive um and she doesn't I mean I don't know too much about her and I haven't watched a lot of her content so I don't know if this is just me going off a desk or an assumption but she doesn't talk a lot about like sadness and stuff she's very she's a very when you when you think of Jojo Siwa you probably think of like positivity and rainbows and happiness and glitter and all that stuff yeah definitely mm. when she will have her bad days she will cry 
she will feel anger she will feel jealousy she will feel despair but she might not broadcast that but but then if she chose to then this is just pure example here and hypothetical people would probably criticize it because people it's like this barrier with it do, do you know what like do you see it like I see it on social media a lot and I had to unfollow a lot of people because it was like not normal absolutely absolutely and I think actually the more I think about the definition that I read of like a good vibes only lifestyle mm. it's, it's so jarring because I know you hate oh you know I hate that word um, oh you said it as well but you know I hate that word <laughs> I'm just like let people exist as they want to be and I know some people that are really negative about everything and you know it's like that's hardly the way to go either but honestly sometimes I'm like I would rather be around someone that is really negative than someone that's just so 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 positive about everything ever um because it just I've (laughs) I don't know it's like where especially when it comes to very serious situations you can't just have someone that is like good vibes only because it means you cut Mm -hmm. off a lot of important conversations and you cut off a lot of important points and you stop people from expressing their true emotions about something like imagine if like honestly okay actually no perhaps this is an example of it but um when like back in june everyone posted that godforsaken black square oh we're going to do a whole episode on the black square aren't we i think i'm just <laughs> sit in silence and let you say what you need to say <laughs> it's coming people you should not ever <laughs> um but when when that was happening it was sort of like everyone was like yeah we're just um we're doing this really good like oh it's for solidarity <laughs> darling <laughs> just like you sound like a film villain it's incredible (laughs) (laughs) um no it's true though isn't it and you're right it doesn't let people have have that growth then and progression which we get from like like, to give you a real life example um one of my best friends shout out to him he know he will know he will listen and he'll know I'm talking about him um he had a really tough day yesterday and things were just shit to be honest and instead of being like oh like things could be worse like no it's an awful thing to say to someone um but but he had those feelings of anger and like like he was worried and 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 he was upset and he was disappointed and all those different emotions and today has been a really good day for him and if he hadn't had those emotions yesterday today would not he would not have been so grateful for today and all the wonderful stuff that's happened to him today do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, you need those emotions and it's actually quite harmful, toxic positivity, because it then, it, it begins to sort of demean people's actual struggles of situations they go through. And it is actually a really bad thing. Absolutely. Like it, it completely invalidates what you've been through to just, to have someone say, well, it could be worse. Oh, you know, you'll be fine. Like, oh, and I'm like, someone has just said they are feeling like crap that the situation is crap so just say yeah you know what it is crap (laughs) and like you can just say that you can just be like you know yes this is really crap not good but we're gonna work through this like we can you know things can get better it's not gonna be 
great for the moment no it's not I think we all realize that but Mm. you can work past that and it's about you need to acknowledge um when you're sort of dealing with someone that's been through something or something's happened like it's important to acknowledge that it is crap right Mm. (laughs) you can't validation fine now yeah (laughs) that that's validation is one of one of the most important things we can do for other people especially if they've been through something difficult um for them and their situation um and I, I liked what you said then and I think I think that instead of positivity then perhaps try being optimistic about things and be like well things will get better I can do these hard things they're gonna be here and I'm gonna feel them I'm gonna feel the emotions and repercussions of things um but it will not be like this forever um but it's okay that it's like this now so it's when people say oh it will pass I don't like that phrase completely um because I think yeah of course it will pass and that's really helpful for some people and that's not an invalidation of that but it's the fact that but it's okay that it's not passing right now and that you're in the moment with it um and in the present time and actually just a, a note um with that phrase I really like thinking someone said to me think about that phrase and think about the positive things as well it will pass so hold on to those moments too so it has balance but yeah lots of positivity I've seen it have you seen it like a lot like I I know I said that earlier but I've seen it so much like on Instagram or Twitter yeah and in real life like in real life of course (laughs) so like so many times you'll you'll just go someone and be like yeah man this happened and it it, like really upset me and then they'll be like yeah it'll be okay like you know there's good things in the world it could be what and I'm like uh this is not helpful (laughs) this is not helpful this is the opposite of what I need right now I've just come to tell you that this is rubbish and I need you to be like yeah that is really crap let me let me just rant about that with you now for five minutes and then it's like I probably would have been fine but then I ended up like sort of festering in my emotions for longer because I was like god they just like why couldn't they just say that it was bad (laughs) like god because then you'll start to question your feelings won't you and your thoughts about a situation where everyone's individual feelings and thoughts about something is valid um and obviously it's not always necessary to share them but um yeah I, I just imagine if you came to imagine if I if if you came to me and was like Phoebe's uni was shit today um you know I really can't do this assessment right now um I feel like I'm gonna fail and then I just went oh no don't be silly like oh you're just being silly you'll, you'll be fine everything's gonna be fine like oh, maybe not everything's gonna be fine because I think that's reassurance but maybe like just being like things could be worse like you'd be like what <laughs> what did you just say could could they could they be worse <laughs> oh I guess I'm being silly and expressing my concern for the tough day I had like it would be like that it would it wouldn't be fair I don't think 100% so just I think because it, it can be quite easily done, but it's just sort of about reevaluating how you approach people about things and just sort of accepting that sometimes we have bad days and it's okay to just acknowledge that it was a bad day and you don't, you know, you don't have to be happy all the time. 
no and I think it's such a it's, it's a really big stigma within social media and and people like you know a lot of us represent our lives through that not everything you and me will post on that is um a full it's like a little glimmer into our lives isn't it like of what whatever we're speaking about that day or that week or whatever um but sometimes I've posted myself crying online because or I've broken down when doing a video or a live stream um especially in a live stream I can't help that I cry in real life <laughs> like it's very hard to you know you, we all know that feeling it's hard to stop yourself crying when you're really upset um and I've been told that I'm doing it for attention and I was like it uh, okay if that's what you want to say it's it's just a human emotion I'm feeling that you will have also felt as well of sadness and it's not this horrible thing that um is going to exist forever we're not going to be sad forever but it's okay to be sad sometimes like it said all these feelings it's okay it's normal it it, it that's they're just human emotions so so why do we have to focus on just one of them literally i think honestly even beyond toxic positivity social media has just completely warped the way we view things and I don't I don't know like there's just such a weird expectation of what things are supposed to look like now when that's never been the reality of them and that's you know both emotional things and physical things I think. Um, Before we start the next segment of the podcast just want to drop in a content warning and say that we will be discussing abuse sexual assault the repercussions of it we won't be going into detail but just make sure you're in a good enough headspace to continue listening if you're not and you need to drop out now that's absolutely fine and we will see you next week let's unpack supporting abusers oh dear oh dear where do we start with this one um (laughs) (sighs) well i mean first of all i think we should probably clarify sort of what we mean don't don't support them (laughs) yeah don't don't support them do the opposite of support abusers um they are terrible people and they've done terrible things and this goes for you know we're not just talking about when a celebrity is exposed as an abuser we're talking about the people around you the people in real life your friends people that you know the people that you go to parties with when you find out they're an abuser there also needs to be consequences for them too you don't just get Mm -hmm. to cancel someone on twitter and then your friend tony or whatever find out he's an abuser and go but he's just so funny he's just so it's just so great to be around i I love him just couldn't like i just can't can't picture it really can't no no he wouldn't have done that no 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 okay please no the one the one argument that comes up a lot isn't it is um oh but he's changed um I don't this isn't about talking about reformity and accountability from abuse I feel like we could do a whole other thing about that I say this about every fucking topic don't I um (laughs) but I, I I think you know that's not on the individual to be concerned about completely um and that's a that's a whole other thing that needs to definitely be considered. But majority of abusers, no. Um, they probably still abuse because you're allowing them to, because you haven't. Maybe not you as an individual, but groups of people, society, we 
we allow people to continue because we don't do anything to stop them. We tell some people will say it's wrong, but some people will carry on engaging with them. And celebrity examples that stink, Chris Brown, R. Kelly, Marilyn Manson is the one at the moment, isn't it? Has he lost all of his followers? No. Absolutely not. I was sort of I was scrolling through the Marilyn Manson hashtag on Instagram, in fact, and there was just this outpouring of support for him. And it was honestly the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. Just so many people being like, no, couldn't believe this. Not not my man, I'll support you forever. I love you so much. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. After multiple, multiple women come out with their Mm -hmm. stories, people that have been close to him in the past corroborate these stories. I mean, even Phoebe Bridges had some had a little something mm. to say. Like, you know, I'm like, how? It's 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 just absurd. I mean, obviously, I think with celebrities as well, you get you've you've got the sort of intensified cult of personality, but it happens, you know, just with day to day people because I've seen it. I've seen people they say he's oh this guy has done this terrible thing they tell me what this thing is and I'm like oh my god that's awful okay I don't want to be around him anymore that's not someone that I want to engage with because that's awful and they're like yeah like it is bad and I'm like okay like are you gonna like cut him off like what are you doing they're like well I don't know like he's really funny like here's my friend and I'm like (laughs) I'm like yeah this guy was also my friend but not my friend anymore (laughs) you know because and if and if you yourself haven't been through abuse um then of course you're not going to know what that feeling is like to see people support the person who's destroyed probably majority of your life because speaking this is as far as speaking this it's it's hard to talk about i'm getting emotional now which is fine but speaking as a survivor of many different forms of abuse one of the hardest things to see is people knowingly supporting someone when they know that that person has done that to you or or they know of something um that is one of the hardest things to see and um it it, it's hard to see and, and and as a survivor and I think many other survivors of sexual violence can speak with me on this India you will be able to as well is that when we see them in celebrity culture, in mainstream media, someone like fucking Donald Trump, for example, even Joe Biden, those those people who have done these things being celebrated, it's like a punch in the face. Absolutely. It's abhorrent, and I don't understand why we allow this, but you sort of see, and it, it it's only really with the sort of person that has... They're, they're always either they're funny or they're successful in some way or they're really good at something and they just get enabled. Mm. They're enabled by their friends. They're enabled by their schools. They're enabled by their workplaces. It's, it's just, it's, I can't, like, I can't comprehend it. You know, mm. I hear someone has done something awful and I'm immediately like, God, no. Mm. Let, like... <laughs> And it's it's a, it's a big ethos of tease us, isn't it? it of, that we we our slogan is we're here for you, we believe you. Any person who DMs us, we listen to them and their story and what they want to talk about. It's not about questioning what happened, like all the circumstances. No, they're there 
telling us their story so you listen and I think that applies out of a support space or not if someone is opening up about it and then oh India you will feel my rage on this through the phone but when someone brings up the false allegation um and it's something I read which is really interesting and a lot of people don't know this is that false allegations of sexual assault in the UK um if it if it's not of of rape and if it's not of um, that form of assault it's usually of domestic violence or assault it's not that something hasn't happened it just means that that form of violence hasn't happened so something still happened and people don't realize that that's majority of false allegations is that, that allegation of sexual assault is what's false but actually domestic violence has happened or battery or whatever it is has occurred um and when I read that I was like oh my god like of course, because it's not all these women lying to ruin men's reputations. And yes, women have done that. Men have done that. People have done that. And they will do it. And it's awful. When it happens, it's horrendous. Like that footballer in America, wasn't it? He was getting really famous and successful in his career. And a girl made up that he had assaulted her. And then she admitted that, that it hadn't happened. Um, and it ruined his career. And obviously that's wrong. But it's so rare. It's so rare. I think the statistic though oh my god I can't speak the <laughs> I think the statistics it says something like roughly three percent maximum and that's just estimated um of uh cases of sexual assault are found to be false but the thing is though is that even with that I even sort of question that it's as high as three percent because I, um I don't know if you or anyone listening has watched the show on Netflix I think it's called Unbelievable there oh, I love that show so much it was yeah like oh the, it's so powerful so I just I've never spoken about that with you but I love that program it's so good it's so so, it's good, so good because this girl she is sexually assaulted but her sort of brain's way of coping is to sort of be like no, let's forget all the details of that so that when she's telling her story, it's slightly different each time. And mm. so the police are like, well, this isn't true. You've made this up. And then it kind of, and then she's sort of almost bullied into sort of saying, yeah, no, I did make this up when in reality she didn't. And it's like, no one really takes into account that your response to something so traumatic happening might be that you literally completely forget what happens or your brain can't quite remember certain aspects of it and your story changes and things are still processing and it's like there's you need to allow for that and I understand mm. in like a sort of court of justice how that could be problematic but in it's difficult your social responses to someone you have to be so wary of that because I mean you know when something awful happens you it, it sometimes can be really I mean but and some people are, com are the complete opposite they will remember every single detail um and they could probably describe it to you as it happened second by second frame by frame mm. but for a lot of people they'll forget because their brain is like we can't we can't deal with that right now mm. and that was perfectly valid and if you don't mind me talking about this I, mean, I know you won't because you're very supportive um when I was younger I was assaulted and I did not remember this for four years of my life 
until I had a flashback in the classroom and I had no idea what had triggered me and I had no idea what happened and then I started realizing what happened and through therapy like last year I fully understand what's happened now and, and you know I'm a proud survivor and I'm getting the help I need and the support I need and criminally doing what I need to do but I didn't know what had happened to me because I was so young and when my brain was developing, it was so traumatic that it just, my brain just could not comprehend what had happened. Like, and that's a valid trauma response. So the story was, was just so muddled in my own head. And I know so many survivors, like you said, can say it minute by minute. I can tell you in, in detail, second by second, what happened now, but I couldn't when I was age 11 to 15, I couldn't tell you. And that is that doesn't mean that my story isn't true and that I don't deserve to have a voice um that is just how my brain I I can't explain really why it did that but that's just how it did and it's it's harmful isn't it to survivors to be to be shut down like that absolutely it's so damaging and it contributes to the wider problem the wider culture of that you can just get away with this stuff and Mm. that the people that have done it there you know there are no consequences for them um and that survivors are then pushed back further and further to the bottom of the pile when in reality they're the people whose voices we really need to be listening to and the ones who we need to be uplifting when they feel as though they want to speak up. We need to create a safe environment for survivors to feel as though they can speak up because it's so, so important that they are heard and that there needs to be no fear that there will be backlash against them for they're not ruining someone's reputation. They're making it more accurate. Yeah. Oh, I love that phrase. I love it too it's just it's so perfect because it's like no this person has done this thing and you know you can take away from that what you will um if you're a decent human being you'll you'll think that's awful and you know they're they're an awful person um but ultimately you've not done anything they've done something Mm, you deserve to vocalize that in whatever way you want to um Something just different, a different angle, and I know you'll be happy I brought this up, but Daniel Sloss. Um, do you want to explain who Daniel Sloss is? Because you do oh adore him. God, my favourite. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a comedian from Scotland, and honestly, I feel as though he's just not afraid to joke about pretty much anything and everything. I think he's brilliant, but he, he always handles sort of delicate subjects in really brilliant ways Mm. Um, but um I think you're going to talk about what he spoke about in one of his more recent shows so go ahead yes um so India introduced Daniel's loss to me and I'm very very glad that you did because um yeah this video has like changed so many people's aspects of like trauma and sexual assault responses and how people respond to a loved one or actually the behavior of the perpetrator. So Daniel Sloss talks about how um, he had a friend um, who um, 
had the characteristics and I'm not sure you can say what the defined characteristics are but he you know he would make jokes or like um he could tell the signs that his friend was was a rapist or was going to be a rapist and he didn't do anything he just brushed it off and thought it was funny and that friend ended up raping one of his female friends and he doesn't he says this doesn't he he has to now live with that forever that he could have done something and he didn't and it's about um I mean in, in this case he talks about men um and how it's you know we all say the phrase and I'm sure again we will do something on this um the phrase not all men um no it's not all men but it's too many and he he says that nine out of ten guys are fine a good guys are on your side they want to help but there's that one guy who doesn't and if the nine guys don't do anything then we're just letting the one guy ruin people and their lives by doing whatever it is they're doing and I think this this analogy is just like it's just so important I think yeah I just think yeah it's so important um call out your friends well don't know was it people are saying now call them in don't call them out um (laughs) um have conversations whenever whenever I hear one of my friends say something that I'm you know whatever it's about but I just think it's like a bit you know dodgy Mm. I'll be like whoa whoa no 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 okay let's let's discuss that let's um let's unpack it if you will let's unpack it yes Uh, (laughs) but it's it's so it's so important because it's like thing is that I have these conversations with my friends all the time we're still friends it's like you're not going to lose friends for trying to help them be better people not at all unless that wouldn't be a true friendship would it yeah exactly and you know perhaps you will lose that friend if they are dead set on being a bad person but I mean hopefully that's not the case but you know if you want a friend around that's dead set on being a bad person then what does that make you (laughs) yes that's true that's a reflection on you I guess um but yeah it's just interesting when it when it comes to sort of supporting abusers it's like even saying that sentence shocks me supporting abuse abusers so you support abuse that's what it comes down to you support abuse you're okay with abuse any form of abuse you're all right with it it's it's weird like it's weird (laughs) it's weird <laughs> I'm like why why is this okay to you why why are you allowing this why are you just on the fence about this but I also think on the other hand it's sometimes hard for people say if that person is say even if it's a celebrity you know some people have that one song that gets them through something and always has I know I do if the lead singer of that band turned out to be abuser I would find it hard to disconnect from that song of course I'd do it and it would never play it again but it's some people have that comfort for some people say that's their best friend or their husband like I watched a documentary about paedophilia and um it's a woman you know how she had to disconnect from her after finding out her husband was a paedophile and she said it was one of the hardest things because you're unlearning someone who you thought you knew turned out to be what obviously is horrific and um I think it is difficult sometimes for people to detach from it they will do and it might take a bit of time but every single sort of day that we carry on supporting abusers we are carrying on supporting abuse and what does that mean for for survivors I think it it comes down to that 
majority of the time. We're going to wrap it up there. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've been affected by sexual violence, harassment, or anything that correlates and would like to be signposted to a relevant service or have your story heard, head to the Speak Up Space on Instagram, Twitter, or you can find us on our website at thespeakupspace.org. You can also join in the conversation with us on Instagram at Accidental Activist Pod. I can be found at India Isabel on all social media platforms, and you can follow Phoebe's at fat Phoebes on instagram and twitter and tiktok i forget i do shit on tiktok sometimes and it's kind of funny yeah all right babes i see it's not funny it's way. just base it's base videos it's base videos fine you can follow me on tiktok as well same that <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs>